Over the White Line, your number one source for all local sports and non-league football. Hello and a very warm welcome to Over the White Line here on 93.7. Express FM. This is your number one place for all the latest news, views and reaction from the local game. Here's what's coming up between now and 7pm. Not many games taking place this week. Storm Dennis has become a menace for our local sides, but we will be speaking to some of the local clubs that managed to get their games on. And we'll also be speaking to a couple of managers whose games have come uh, was called off due to the inclement conditions at the weekend. Danny Thompson speaks to us from Infinity, which Bessie talks to us from Fleetlands, who their game was called off at the weekend. And Mark Summerhill is why that potentially there could be an extension in the Wessex League season. So stay tuned for those those free interviews coming up in the next hour or so. We'll also be hearing from the Hammond Award Louisville boss, Paul Doswell. They exited uh, the Hampshire Senior Cup last night. Reaction uh, from Gospel Boas win at the weekend as well. So plenty coming up and you can text us as well. Get in contact with the show. It's 81400. Don't forget to start your message with the word express. Email studio at expressfm.com or you can send us a tweet. Our uh, Twitter handle is at expressfm. So then it's Wednesday. It's six o'clock. You know what time it is. It's time to go. Over the white line. News, views, reaction, and interviews. This is Over the White Line. So, and a very good evening to you all, and welcome to Over the White Line here on 93.7 Express FM. Henry Deacon here for you between now and 7 pm on the local radio station for Portsmouth, and we are proudly sponsored by Bisco Solicitors, where the right team get you the right result. It's a bit of a different show tonight with Storm Dennis uh, wreaking havoc across our local game. Not many games going ahead, not many clubs being able to fulfill fixtures, which means it's going to be a quieter show than usual which means we want your output this evening because uh, Storm Dennis has been a massive um, part of the week of course weather wise we saw the horrible uh, pictures on the news but it's also been playing havoc for our local clubs so a lot of the games in the Wessex League fallen foul of the weather um, more or less every game in the local area last night uh, which are scheduled to pl- take place has been called off uh, Fair and Baffins uh, Horndean's game tonight away to United Services Portsmouth in the Portsmouth Senior Cup has also fallen foul of the weather. So we want to we want to hear from you this evening on on the topic of, of local football and the weather. What can be done? What you think should be done? Um, what what do you think could be potentially feasible? Of course, there's a lot of things that, that go with it, and and a lot of these solutions aren't cheap. But it'd be interesting to to get the fans' output on things. Obviously, we hear a lot from the managers, we hear a lot from chairman uh, on this program about things. But it'd be quite nice for a change to, to hear from you. It'd be really nice to hear those. So text us if you're listening in tonight when it's safe and legal to do so on these matters. What you think could be done, not just for the nominee game, but for parks football, Sunday football. Perhaps you play Sunday football. Parts football, and you've been suffering because of this. That games called off. Perhaps you've given up parts football because of the you know weather conditions and things like that. And what it made you feel? If you got any kind of involvement, any kind of emotional attachment, and any kind of comment you have to the situation, we want to hear from you tonight. Text us eight one four hundred is the number you need to text. Uh, start your message with the word express. Email studio at expressfm.com or you can tweet us. Our handle is at expressfm. Or if you want to tweet me personally, 
My handle is at H underscore Deacon Media and we will uh, read out those tweets, emails, texts throughout the show. We really want an input from you tonight because uh, it's an issue that associates everyone, whether a supporter, whether a player, whether a manager, um, and that's throughout the leagues, whether that's Sunday League, Park Football, out of your mates, whether you're playing semi-professionally like a lot of these clubs that we cover week in, week out on the show do. So we really want to hear from you tonight and we'll get to the heart of that story in just a second, uh, we want to hear from you. But we're going to kick off tonight rather differently. We're going to kick off with Petersfield Town. Now, their game at the weekend and last night were both postponed. Mark Summerhill used the weekend as a rest for his players, but he's worried that another storm coming in this week means that another game is going to be postponed. What the potential consequences of that are, we don't know. Um, obviously, with it being towards the end of February and the league season, of course, finishing at the end of April. It means the gap and the space to play these matches are, are very few and far between. You don't know whether we're playing Thursdays, but he's also spoken about whether there should be an extension to the season in the Wessex League, uh, such as been done in recent years where there's been bad weather such as this year. So uh, this is a Petersfield Town Manager, Mark Summerhill, speaking to me earlier on this evening about that topic of games being postponed and what potentially could be done uh, in the short term to try and fix the problem. Right, so joining me on the other end of the line is the Petersfield Town Manager, Mark Summerhill. Mark, no game for you this week. How have it been trying to morale the lads? Have been training Saturday or has it been a weekend off? Yeah, it's been, it's been very difficult. It's, it's one of those judgment things where we decided not to train on Saturday uh, due to sort of some leggy performances uh, leading up to that. But then obviously to be called off Tuesday as well, we, we obviously took the decision to train. And looking ahead to this weekend, if we don't play again, because I would say that's not guaranteed, We'll, we'll be in Saturday and do some training. So it's very difficult at the moment between balancing when it's right to rest and now a prolonged period of not playing. Are we going to be short of matches? It's, it's, it's very difficult to gauge. And obviously with all players being different, some will take the rest and the layoff different. So we're just playing that balancing game now. As a manager, do you get a bit tetchy when you're having a few games called off towards this point of the season? Because once you get to February, March, time really does run out to play the matches and sometimes you get that scenario where, you know, you dread playing on a Thursday. Yeah, I think it's one of those things. It's very difficult. You can sometimes, like our good run at the start of the season, when you're playing Saturday, Tuesday, the games actually can't come fast enough if you get on a good run. On the flip side of that, if you if you get on a bad run, sometimes you can get two or three defeats in the space of seven days. Although sometimes, if you've been beaten, you haven't got to wait too long to get out there and try and put it right. So I think there's lots to weigh up. But I, I would really like to avoid having to play Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday when we get towards the end of the season. Um, but who knows? It doesn't seem to be an end to this weather at the moment, but I'm, I'm sure we'll get the games in at some stage. I suppose that's the worry because usually when we have these types of storms, we kind of have it about a month or so earlier. I, I can't remember last year we've had something this persistent this late in the year. I can't remember a season as bad as this, not not in recent memory. And I know the Wessex League have already moved games to the sort of towards the end of April now, which suggests a, a, an extension. I mean, looking at our fixtures, although we are a long way behind, there's still enough Tuesdays and Saturdays to get all the games played without having to play Thursdays. I know Easter Monday's still free, so I think there's still plenty of options. Uh, having said that, if we were if we were then to lose this Saturday called off and then the next Tuesday to Romsey at home called off, we're, 
we're going to, I've got no doubt, we'll be heading towards the Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday situation. Would you prefer an extension to the season if the Wessex League grants it, or do you prefer to try and get as much in during the regulation? I think they're going to have to. I don't think they're going to have a lot of choice but to consider mm-hmm. an extension if we, if we don't start playing again soon. Um, but like I said, we've still got three or four Tuesdays where we haven't got games scheduled, so I don't think we're at the, the panic stage just yet. But I, I, I can see that, like I said, if we don't get games in this weekend and early next week, I think an extension would be the right thing to do. I don't. I think Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, on top of full-time jobs, is something that should mm-hmm. be avoided for the, the welfare of players and players' injury and home life and sort of work-life balance and everything else. I mean, I don't think you'd expect professionals to do it. Mm-hmm. Then it's their full-time job. We, you know, our guys are doing it for love and doing it for fun. So I, I think that would absolutely need to be taken into account. Indeed. Let's talk about hopefully football, which will take place on Saturday. Of course, weather permitting, you'll be away to New Milton Town if it gets the go-ahead. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Um, keep our fingers crossed it's on. Like I said, if, it, if it's not, we'll train. But New Milton's one of those teams. We'll be looking to go there and you know, be fresh. And we'll be looking to go there with plenty of energy. And we'll be looking to go there and try and win the game. So uh, let's just get our fingers crossed we get a game on. Because it's disheartening to keep organising squads and a having to tell guys the game's off, but let's just hope we get a game on and we get a good positive response from the layoff. Could that just be the one flip side of having the last few games called off, is the fact that you're potentially going to be the fresher side going into it? Yeah, let's hope so. You, you just don't ever know, do you? I mean, I'm guessing the pitches are still going to be wet, pitches are still going to be heavy. It, it zaps the legs, but mm. you know, with a big layoff, no one can, no one can use the excuse they're tired. And you'd like to think after a layoff that we're, we're raring to go. We've had three straight games called off now, so I'm certainly raring to go. And I'm hoping the players are raring to go. So, yeah, hopefully we, we, we will absolutely be fresh. Mark, fantastic. Thanks for your time as ever. And fantastic uh, to hear you talk about such a, a big topic at the moment, which, of course, is the is the weather conditions uh, towards this time of the year. So thank you very much for your time. We'll speak to you again soon. Cheers, Henry. Hope, hope we've got some games to talk about. Fingers crossed. So and that's Mark Summerhill, the Petersburg Town Manager, speaking to me earlier on this evening with the the very important topic uh, which we're going to be talking about throughout the night. So I want to hear from you this evening, whether you're involved in football, you could be tea lady, you could be be a secretary, player, manager, or just a fan, or someone that just watches parks, grassroots football, non-league football every now and then. I want to hear from you, what do you think the effects are of the recent postponements and what potentially could be done because this is what this programme is all about. It's all about news, it's about opinions and it's about a constructive debate uh, which we can all have and hopefully if we have these constructive debates then all together we can try and create a better game, um, a better local game. Um, the local game's good enough as it is but we can always strive for that kind of um, perfection. So do get in touch with us. I want, uh, I want your views uh, text us 81400, start your message with the word express. Email shooter at expressfm.com or tweet us at expressfm. One of those uh, questions I would like to, to bring up in this discussion and in this debate is whether 3G, 4G pitches is the answer. So, uh, Infinity, and we'll hear from Danny Thompson later on. Um, he spoke to me earlier on this evening, and on that topic, their game at the weekend in the Southampton Intermediate Cup was moved. Uh, from a grass pitch, which was going to be postponed because of Storm Dennis and the the uh, the waterlogged pitch in the original grass um, pitch at the first stage, and they're going to play it. They moved it to a 3G surface, 
and uh, obviously with that being able to hold up more and, and everything else that comes with that they were able to play the game of course it's costly it's it's a very it's it's not a cheap option whatsoever so to do it, it of course it 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 means funding and and everything else but i'm wondering whether and I, I mean i'm an advocate for football on grass may i say i'm i'm a massive advocate of football on grass but i'm wondering whether a 3G surface would potentially, as like a as a backstop, it's like almost like an from like a Wessex level downwards, where you do get the postponements. Whether potentially there there can be a clause if you know that um, a storm is coming, perhaps um, a range can be found to maybe have a 3G pitch put in place. So, um, say for example, Infinity are at home at Knoll Village. They know that they can't play at the at the weekend, um, or that there's a storm coming. That the that you know the people involved liaise with each other on the Tuesday of that week at the earliest possible juncture, book a pitch so that everybody knows that come a Saturday they've got a game to look forward to. They're not turning up or trying to depart uh, for matches, and it being called off. I mean, I don't want. I mean, I'm not the world's biggest advocate of 3G, but if it means that games are played, teams are getting games played. And people still have that bug and enthusiasm for football because the, the one of the problems I think with there being so many games postponed, and I think it's quite natural in life, is that you kind of lose that enthusiasm a little bit when uh, there's there's so many games called off. Uh, when you have so many games called off, your motivation can go and it can wane a little bit. And we've seen across the country the amount of numbers of people that have decided to stop playing. So that's one I want to throw in there. Is three G perhaps going to be be a help. And if there's anyone um, listening in, whether a secretary of a league, a secretary of a club uh, involved um, in anything and they want to come and they want to respond to me, they can do uh, on the text 81400. Start your message with the word express. Email studio at expressfm.com or you can send us a tweet. Our handle is at expressfm. I really, really do want to want to hear your views on this because I think it's a very, very important topic that we are that we are covering this evening, so we will. Um, so anything, um, any any tweets, any thoughts, or any observations, please do um, get involved with us this evening. We want to hear your thoughts because it is tough, and we should also say it's not just um, it's not just tough on the club to have games called off. It's also a very tough job for your Hampshire FA, your Hampshire League, your Wessex Leagues clubs, committees and everybody else that's involved in the organisational stages and I totally respect that you know I'm I'm talking about um, 3G pitches and all of that, there's a cost involved in that, there's finding a pitch for hire, there's many other things which I probably don't even know about that are involved with such things so it's, it's not with total respect I know it's not as easy as going Let's get a 3G pitch in because it, it doesn't work like that. But I, I just wonder whether, if you know what the weather's going to be, because you know most of us on these on these lovely mobile phones, we know the weather forecast. We have apps which can which can plan out the forecast ten days before, so that gives you that planning time to tell you what is on the horizon, what's going to happen. And so that at the earliest possible juncture, you can possibly book a facility, plug it in and, uh, and and do the rest, okay? The other thing is that potentially some facilities may not perhaps be up to scratch and, and things like that, but I suppose that's a, a completely different topic altogether. But I think it's a very, very important 
um, debate to have within our local game, which is why I'm dedicating so much time at the start of this show towards it. And again, please do get involved in this because this is this is our forum to talk about all things that affect the local game. And I know there's a lot of people that get so passionately in our local area about that. So I really do want to hear it from you about um, something like that. And, and one... And we will get into those texts, those tweets, those emails, because one or two are starting to flood in and we will get to them uh, very shortly. But we're going to take a short break from now. I think you've heard enough of my voice for part one of the show. But what we are going to do on the other side, we're going to hear Danny Thompson's interview regarding the issue um, of uh, the weather conditions, the inclement conditions. He was one of the very few sides that actually played on Saturday. Uh, they are through to the next round of the Southampton Intermediate Cup. Of course, they're one of those border clubs which you cover on the show and we'll also be reacting to having to Waterloo was 1-1 draw at Slough Town on Saturday the National League South before exiting the Hampshire Senior Cup last night to the hands of Southampton by three goals to one. Don't forget we are proudly sponsored by Bisco Solicitors where the white team get you the right results. I want to hear from you as well on the, the big topic of debate this evening that is uh, the uh, the weather issue, what can be done and what you think can be done and what are your thoughts and observations on it? On the text 81400, don't forget to start your message with the word express. Email studio at expressfm.com or you can tweet us. Our handle is at expressfm. You are listening to Over the White Line with me, Henry Deacon, on 93.7 ExpressFM. Over the White Line, your number one source for all local sports and non-league football. Yes, welcome back to the second part of this week's Over the White Line here on 93.7 Express of M, local radio for Portsmouth. Henry D can hear of you between now and 7pm and we are proudly sponsored by Bisco Solicitors where the right team get you the right result. And we want your thoughts and observations this evening because we're talking about the topic of the recent postponements and what you think can be done and what you what are your thoughts and observations in general on the matter. Has it turned you off local football or, or anything else like like that we were having a really open form of discussion tonight um so we're gonna we're gonna want to hear your thoughts we're going to debate this uh, throughout the evening so we want to get your thoughts and observations in on the text 81400 don't forget to start your message to the word express email studio at expressfm.com or you can send us a tweet our handle is at expressfm and we'll try and get through as many of those as possible the the replies on Twitter have started to come in. Ben has sent us a tweet uh, at H underscore Deacon Media at Express FM uh, is the place to, to get involved uh, with this discussion this evening. Um, he says the season needs to start potentially a couple of weeks earlier with early season midweek games. Teams with traditionally poor pitches should be prioritised for some extra home fixtures earlier in the season. Interesting observation there. And again, if you want to get in contact with us and reply to that, you can do on the text 81400. Start your message with the word express. Alfie uh, has also got back to me on this as well. He said, this is an excellent idea in response to the first one. Uh, seems to have endless Tuesday games when it's wet and windy, but rarely during the drier, warmer seasons. Uh, he calls it bizarre, but I know there'll be one or two people that will say that that was that there was a lot of games in August. But again, this is part of our open form of discussion this evening. We want your thoughts, your views, your opinions from the fans uh, to people involved. This is what this discussion is all about. Uh, one person who's also had his thoughts on this matter is Danny Thompson, the Infinity Manager. Spoke to me earlier on this evening about that. Plus, their progression through to the next round of the Southampton Senior Cup. It's been a pretty busy week. 
And to be fair, there's not been many managers that have been busy this week, so Danny Thompson's probably pleased with that. I spoke to him earlier on this evening to talk about these vast variety of topics. How do you say that? Joining me on the line now is the Infinity Manager, Danny Thompson. Danny, you managed to become one of the managers of the few clubs that have actually played this week. Uh, actually, for you in the Southampton Cup, 3-1 victory away to Bracefield. Yeah, luckily um, that they agreed. Bracefield agreed to um, to revert the venue to a 3G. Obviously, their pitch was unplayable with the recent weather we've had. So, um, all credit to them, really. Um, yeah, we managed to get the game on down at Fleming Park. And, um, you know, gladly that we, we put in a, a performance under difficult conditions and managed to progress through to the semi-final, which is which is pleasing. How important was it to get that that game on first and foremost? Because, it, it, as again, if you got that one called off in towards the latter stage of February, your few games are holding the league compared to ours. It could have it could have added up to already a busy schedule for you. Yeah, you know, it's, it's we, we try our best. Um, you know, every time to get the game on, whether it's at null, if it's on the grass, or if it's if. Knowles unfit to play on. We always try and get on alternative venues so we can get the game played, Henry. Um, as you say, it's so important that we we do this, and it's all credit to um, to Jody Simon and the chairman, really, because you know um, I'd hate to think how much it's costed them so far this season because these venues aren't cheap to hire out. Um, you know, so yeah, you know, from my point of view, obviously it's really pleasing that we can get these games on. But as I say, all credit goes to the guys that are uh, running the football club, really, because as I say, they don't. They don't come cheap, so. Um, but no, it's pleasing. Pleasing, we got the game on, and um, obviously, we, we we move on to the semi-final of another cup, cup competition. Exactly, that good season of yours just keeps going on. And it's just ticket away. You're doing well in the league, top of the league, semi-finals in that cup competition. You you're through into the Hampshire uh, Cup competition as well. It it really is set up for a real successful or really interesting end to the season over at Infinity. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, unfortunately, the game tonight, the, the semi-final that was due to play mm-hmm. tonight, has been been cancelled at Loxheath, which was, you know, no surprise really. Um, with the recent weather we've had, you know, I, I know from the weekend it was it was always going to look dodgy, um, which you know is disappointing really. Um, but as I say, you know, we we go we've got nine nine league games left, and we're in two cup semi-finals, and someone had offered me, you know, that at the start of the season to be in the position that we're in in the league, still unbeaten. And in two cup semi-finals, you know, I would have snapped their hand off. But um, you know, as as we keep saying, as I said before, week in week out, we just keep chalking every game off as they come. And you know, hopefully, come the end of March, beginning of April, we'll um, we'll see where we're at. And hopefully, we're not far off from the targets that we set ourselves at the start of the season. That game for the listeners tuning in has now been moved back a week. Uh, so that's going to take place now on the 26th uh, of February. Going then to the weekend, you're away to yeah. Liphook United. And that's really one of those tricky tests. Liphook banging mid-table. And you know, they picked up some decent results against some decent sides this year. Yeah, it's never, never an easy place to go at Liphook. Um, you know, I went there last year with Fleetlands and they gave us a right good game. So we know it's not going to be... It's not going to be uh, an easy fixture, but then again, Henry, no, no fixture is going to be easy from now to the end of the season. You know, I know I've said it loads of times, and it's probably getting a bit boring. But again, you know, when we're when you're in a top of the league and you are unbeaten still, every team, no matter if it's a team in second just below you or if it's a team down the bottom, they all want to try and and be that team to knock you off your pedestal and be that one team to get the first three points, nick the first three points off you. So um, it's going to be a difficult fixture, but as I say. You know, week in, week out to the to the lads. If we if we conduct ourselves in the right manner and we turn up with the right attitude, 
and um, we can beat anyone on our day. And um, it's just fingers crossed that we, you know, hopefully the, we can get rid of this rain and, and hopefully the game's on. But as I say, even with even with Saturday in mind, it, I think it's it's, it's going to be fifty fifty whether that's going to be on. To be honest with you, and obviously it's not ideal. Then going into looking at not playing tonight, not playing Saturday, then if the game's on, you know, Wednesday the the, re, the, the rearranged fixture for the semi final, it's you know going into that with on the back of not playing for over a week again, which is not ideal. Are we potentially? We've had two storms in two weeks, and with the winter altogether really hasn't been a good one for us. Mm. Are we in potentially touchy territory between now and the end of the season where potentially if we've got many more called off, where Thursday night's could come into play? Yeah, definitely. You know, I think it happened to Infinity last year. I know I've said it before, but I think they had a, a crazy amount of games, something like eight games in 17 days or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the only thing, you know, I'm not having a dig at the Hampshire League. I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, it's, I know it's a, it's a tough league to manage and it's a tough league to operate in, but you know, why can't they look at these cup competitions that we've got in place and, and look at the, the, the week ahead for the weather? And why can't the semi-final be played on a 3G, you know? Um, you know, I'm sure the Hampshire League have to pay Loxie for fee for renting their ground. So why not just transfer the game to a 3G? And in that way, you know you're 100% going to get the game on. Because um, it must be a, a logistical nightmare for the league secretary of all the fixtures that keep getting called off. I see Bushill we're meant to go to Overton tonight. That's been postponed. Yep. There's been games, obviously, at the weekend due to the weather that's been postponed. So, um, you know, maybe they need to look into maybe trying to get these cup games out of the way and get them played. If it's got to be on a 3G, it's got to be on a 3G. I'm sure Cold and Common wanted the game on tonight as much as as much as what we did. So, um, you know, as I say, if it has to be on an artificial surface, what's the problem? But it's out of our hands. It's, you know, it's up to the, up to the Hampshire League and, um, you know, it's, it's down to them at the end of the day, but we just have to abide by their rules and, and see what happens. Danny, open and candid as ever. Appreciate that. Thank you very much for your time, and we'll speak to you again on the show soon. Cheers, Henry. So, and those are the thoughts of Danny Thompson, the manager of Infinity there on all the matters uh, regarding, uh, of course, them through now in the Southampton Cup, uh, the local weathering issues and everything like that. And, of course, that is our main topic of discussion tonight. I want to open a, want to open a forum uh, of discussion and debate because I know it's something that uh, over the last few weeks and months and uh, since the winter really started, it's something that I've spoken to a lot of the managers on this show about and... I think, considering how many games went last weekend, perhaps we should, you know, let's 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 start a discussion. Let's you know start a, a formal debate, you know, a constructive um, debate, and see whether you know perhaps nothing comes of it. But I think it's you know I think it shows how much you know local football matters if we can if we are able to use forums like this one to to talk constructively about not issues but some of the key points in our local game so to do that yeah no this this uh i think that's what it should be all about but let's talk about some games that did go ahead then this week we'll begin with having some water louisville they were in action twice this week they were away on saturday to slough town in the national league south it was a 1-1 draw for the hawks there now 1-0 down for Jonah Wayunga popped up with around 25 minutes to play to lash home the equaliser and to guarantee a point against the side second place in the league 
They then went over to uh, AFC Tottenham's Tesswood Stadium last night to take on a Southampton under-23 side in the Hampshire Senior Cup. They will go on to fall to a 3-1 defeat. Two goals in the opening five minutes for Southampton. Uh, followed by a third 20 minutes on time. Dean Beckwith pulled one back around a quarter of an hour to play, but that, of course, uh, proved not to be enough for the Hawks. That's their first defeat, incidentally, in the Hampshire Senior Cup since, wait for it, September 2016. Nearly three years ago, and they'll be gutted because they had a chance to do what only Southampton reserves back in 1921 managed to do and that's when the competition on three successive occasions but not to be for the Hawks they move on and it is National League South action two games at Wesley Park this weekend uh, so this week we begin this weekend uh, with St Albans City uh, visiting PO9 that's a three o'clock kickoff at Wesley Park Pompey season ticket holders have a six pound discount for those games as well and then uh, next Wednesday, this time next week, we'll be looking ahead to the big game for them against Slough Town in the National League South. That again, 7.45 kickoff at Wesley Park. Big game then uh, for Haven there against Slough, the reverse of that fixture on Saturday. You just sense there's some big circumstances as well with that as well. So a big, big week coming up for the Hawks. Uh, in, they are getting bigger now. You get them to that stage of the season where you're thinking they're cup finals, they're massive, massive games, and the consequences from a result, one way or t'other, is actually really, really, really huge. So away from having to Waterloo, another one of the sides that have been in action this week have been Gospel Borough. Uh, they were at Privet Park on Saturday. They managed to survive. The elements and they beat Walton Casuals by two goals to one. Two goals in the space of eight minutes, giving the bar victory and a very, very windy Privet Park. They're starting to build a bit of momentum again, Gospel. They went through a little bit of a dry patch towards the latter end of last month and the start of this month, but they really, really are now starting to, to really kick on again as that push for the playoffs continues. Uh, elsewhere, Gosport, uh, they announced yesterday that Marley Ridge has left the club. He joined from Hamilton Waterloo we on a permanent deal in November. He's gone over now to play for Hartley Whitney. Marley with a second spell there. A very bright young uh, local talent, very popular player, very popular man in the local area. Marley still only 22, 23, so still got plenty of good years ahead of him. So uh, Marley Ridge leaving Gosport then to go to Hartley Whitney and I know that uh, Marley's a very very popular figure in the local game so he'll be he sort of is for the local game but Gosport's uh, miss will be Hartley Whitney's game that is certain but that well, that's just the way football is isn't it uh, the relentless ruthless game that it is uh, we're going to go to the Wessex League in just a second but we want your text tweets and emails tonight um, regarding the thoughts of the local football the local game and uh you know, what's your thoughts on recent postponements? What effects, you know, is it are you, you know, from clubs, you know, if you, you're a club and you want to text, uh, email in, please do the effects of what's happening. What's the answers? What, what, you know, what are clubs doing? What can they do? What's in their, their, their feasible means? Is 3G the answers? Was one of the questions I was proposing early on in the show. Uh, but it, it, it's tough because, you know, there's a lot of, you know, there's the FAs, there's competition committees and, 
everybody else. And they, they, they work their damnedest, a lot of them volunteers, uh, to try and make sure everything runs smoothly. And it, it is a tough job. And in some ways, this form of discussion is not to belittle them in any way, shape or form. And I hope I hope that this conversation isn't isn't being directed to the fact that we're, we're slanting anyone because that, that is absolutely not the intention of, of this uh, of this debate. But it's actually to be constructive and, and to try and be a help more than anything. So um, please get in touch. 81400 is the number you need to text. Start your message with the word express. Email studio at expressfm.com or you can tweet us at expressfm or tweet my handle, which is at h underscore d comedian. Now that is exactly what Play Up Pompey uh, has done. He's tweeted me uh, just a second ago. Um, at Sophia, so good the handle on Twitter. Uh, this is what he sent me. Um, he sent me a retweet of an image from Westfields FC. I know a bit outside the region, but um, I'm going to retweet this. Um, I'm going to retweet the the tweet on my Twitter handle at h underscore comedia when we go to the next commercial break. He's tweeted to say, this is a very sad recent picture from our local side, Westfields FC. Just to fill you in on what the picture entails, it's uh, the flooding from Storm Dennis is, is so bad that the pitch, uh, the, you see the top of the goalpost being engulfed by floods. That's the first thing you see. It's so bad. Um, so it's a very sad recent picture from our local side, Westfield FC, whose home ground is very close to Hereford. Just at the time when they are flying at the top of the league, I hope they can play again very soon. So that's at Sophia So Good on Twitter. And I want you to, uh, if you've got any thoughts, any opinions on that, um, please do get involved. Matt has also got involved on Twitter. So do keep getting your tweets in because um, we really are starting to get a discussion and debate started here. Some, Matt, this is Matt on Twitter. Something has been mentioned many times before, but it all starts at the top and investment into the grassroots game. FA and the Premier League should be made to pay a grassroots tax dividend to improve drainage and pitch maintenance across England. It would also improve participation in the game. So, Matt, thank you very much for your tweet there. And if you do have any text, comments or anything else, please do get in touch. Uh, it doesn't matter who you are. Uh, we really, really want to uh, open up this discussion this evening. It's 81400 on the text. Start your text with the word express. Email studio at expressfm.com or uh, you could tweet us at expressfm or if it's easier, te- uh, tweet me personally. My handle is at h underscore uh, Deacon Media. Between all of us, we're going to try and uh, we're trying to get this discussion going, which hopefully goes on beyond the show and is something we can really, really use as a positive form. Right, we're going to take a very quick break here on Over the White Line. I'm proudly sponsored by Bisco Solicitors, where the right team get you the right results. When we return, Rich Bessie, another one of the managers played by postponements at the weekend, is going to be talking to me about the effect it's had on his side, whether they might be playing Thursday night football come the end of the season. I want to hear more from you on the text 81400, start your message with the word express and all the other forums. We're going to hear from you. We're also going to round up what has gone on this week and preview what we're hoping will go ahead this weekend. You're listening to Over the White Line here on 93.7 Express FM. We are 93.7 Express FM. 
Welcome back to the final part of this week's Over the White Line here on 93.7 Express FM. Henry Deacon here for you between now and 7pm uh, when we'll be taken over by Express FM 80s music from Brian Adams. Uh, you've got Come On Eileen by Dexys Midnight Runners and Billy Joel, so stay tuned to us after that. Uh, we're proudly sponsored by Bisco Solicitors, where the right team get you the right result. And our topic of discussion tonight is uh, local football um, and the effects that it's had uh, postponements have had on our game uh, text us tweet us email us the numbers and the forms are as follows to text us the number is 81400 start your message with the word express to email us it is studio at expressfm.com or if you want to send us a tweet which a lot of people have done this evening it's fantastic that you are uh, it is at expressfm or if you want to tweet me at h underscore Deacon Media, um, if that's an easier way of, of discussion. So, uh, I've just had a tweet from Infinity FC. We heard from Danny Thompson um, early on in the show. They've just tweeted me in the last couple of minutes, at Express FM on Twitter, by the way. Um, they have said, We have bent over backwards this season, spending thousands on all weather pitches to avoid fixture congestion. Unfortunately, some clubs exploit their right to cool off games when it suits them at our level. Maybe our county FA should be more proactive in this weather. Um, that, of course, a, uh, a tweet from Infinity FC. And, of course, like any of the discussion that we have on the show, if the Hampshire, if the Hampshire Bay or any of the people involved at the top end of the game, they want to come and talk. You know, this is an open discussion. This is a debate to try and help the game. Um, we're trying to, do, you know, the, the, I think it's healthy that we have these sort of discussions, not to anyone's detriment, but to to help bolster that game that another little bit. So those are the thoughts of of um, Infinity who have just tweeted me uh, on Twitter. So then, uh, to one of our other star interviews, Rich Bessie, the Fleetlands manager, spoke to me earlier on the ceiling regarding this issue about the weather, postponements, and the potential consequences of it. And he's very open, very honest. Like All of our managers have been on it tonight. And he's also spoken about the potential that Fleetlands could have of if they can finish in the top five, getting themselves at Wessex birth, which would be a fantastic achievement for them. So this is uh, the Fleetlands manager, Rich Bessie. Hi, so joining me on the other end of the line is the Fleetlands manager, Rich Bessie. Rich, unfortunately, you're another one of those clubs that were curtailed by Storm Dennis being a menace on Saturday. Yeah, Dennis is certainly a pain. Uh, He's played, but he's causing problems, isn't he? And we just want to get these games played. But um, if it's not Dennis, it's someone else. And I think we've got another one coming as well. So him and his family can stop so we can play football. That'd be great. How frustrating has that been for you as a manager? Because I've been speaking to a few managers tonight and they do they just get a feeling it's been so stop-start this season. We've had so many storms, we've had so many spells where if it hasn't been rain, it's been ice. If it's not been ice, it's been something else. And it's felt, I know most seasons are like it, but this season perhaps more so being in stop-start in nature. It seems that way. I mean, our, I mean this is my first season at Fleetlands and... And our pitch is, is a nice pitch, it's a good pitch, but the problem is is we're um we're not far away from being I think it's about five metres above water level. Mm-hmm. So um we we're in a situation where anything like this happens we're 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 done and dusted for the weekend and obviously we didn't play the weekend gone, you're now leading up to the weekend ahead and I've got a feeling it'll be off again. Um I don't know what our pitch is like and why I'm gonna have confirmation tomorrow, but we just want to play these fixtures. We're counting down these games. You know, got eight games left. We want to try and finish as high as we can for obvious reasons, and and we're just not playing. And and 
we play on 4G pitches, and the last time we played twice on 4G pitches, we've lost. So, but for me, it's, uh, it's something we don't really want to go down the route of, and it's an extra cost to the club as well. Is there a way, perhaps, that if you keep having games called off, invariably, as it usually does, that you may have to fall into play on the Saturday, Tuesdays, Thursdays? Yeah, um, I mean, more so the likes of Infinity, etc. Mm-hmm. I think they've got more of a pile-up. I mean, we... We don't believe there's a pile-up at the moment. We don't really have concerns of that. I, I think we get our games played. Um, but, yeah, uh, some of our rivals and, and total contenders, etc., and Infinity, they're going to have a backlog. They probably will be playing Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, at least Tuesday, Saturday, or midweek and a Saturday for sure. And what does that do as far as the players are concerned? Because you're sitting around, you're twiddling your thumbs, and obviously you've got to relay that message over to the lads. Yeah, very much so. I mean, for us, you know, we're... we're we haven't got the biggest squad. Um, we, we've lost a lot of players over the last few weeks, be it to injury or just attitude, not wanting to stick around anymore at this level. Uh, lack of games is people finding other things to do and realise maybe they don't want to go and play football. And it's it's getting harder grassroots football every year. Um, for us, it stops momentum. We just we we just want to know: Do we have a game? And yes, we've got a game to look forward to. We can prep ourselves ready, but. At the moment, it's up in the air. The lads are kind of texting saying it's probably going to be off the weekend. So they want to know and make plans with their families and, and rightfully so. And we, we've got a duty of care for that as well. And we don't want to sort of put them on a pitch which is going to cause them harm. So, yeah, it's difficult really. But hopefully, you know, if it's not this week, it's going to be next week and we can get the games playing again. If the weather does uh, suffice and you do get the game on Saturday, Clanfield at home for yourselves, 10th from the table and that mid part of the league standings again it's one of those teams where on their day they could pull up the upset which obviously is what you want to avoid yeah very much i met their, met their manager for the first time this year he come across like a really good guy mm-hmm. um they've got a never never say die attitude they've got some good players uh, we put a transfer in for one of them but unfortunately he didn't want to leave and credit to him he wanted to stick around um for me they've got a, a non-stop way where they keep going we were 2-0 up against them and in the dying minutes of the game, they, they score a goal and it puts us a bit under. Um, we've got a job to do. We've got to try and get as most uh, many points on the table as we can. And in doing so, obviously, whether it's going to be Clamfield or Colden Commons or anyone in front of you, we've, we've got to try and get that result. And that's, that's what we're aiming to do. Have you entered the cup final stage of the season yet? Um, I think, yeah. I mean, every game is a cup final. I mean, we... The recent article come out in the Portsmouth News about there's 80 teams from our level that have applied for promotion and no more than 40 of them will, will get the go-ahead. So that's a, a scary number. Um, if everyone's ready and it's you know all 40 of them are ready, let's say, then great. If it's not and there's more than 40, it's going to go on a points-per-game basis. So it's in our best interest now to with the run that we've got. And, you know, we're not, we've got one of the big four, let's say. We've got Bush Hill to play. Uh, we've got to try and avoid defeat and try and pick up as many points as we can, really, throughout the whole journey. And, yeah, this game was a cup final. Then we move on to the next one. Unfortunately, it comes around thick and fast. I suppose for you, then, it's not so much where you're placed in the league. It's the amount of points you get you're focused on more than anything else. Yeah, well, I mean, I've got a target. I mean, I wanted to be top four when I came mm-hmm. here. The club finished fifth last year. I had to rebuild. We lost a lot of players. Many of them went over to join Danny at Infinity. Um, we've had some good results, we've had some strong results, and we've had some shocking results. We've, we've put, as the season goes, where we are at the moment, with our games in hand, we're in a very, very strong place to finish 
you know, second, third, fourth, fifth, whatever it may be. So we've got to get top five to, to be in this promotion place. We've got a lot of work to do behind the scenes. No one of the of the four that have gone to apply for promotion are even in that position just yet, a pit apart from Stockbridge, I feel. So everyone's got work to do, but the most points that we can get on the table, the more the points that we can get, then hopefully we'll be looked at and considered for promotion. And if we do, then we'll be grateful at the end of it and we'll crack a big bottle of champagne open and we'll have a, a nice drink mm-hmm. and ready for next season's plans. But if we don't, unfortunately it isn't to be. And, We'll have to plan again and, and push on, but we're as close as we can be. I mean, we're doing everything behind the scenes. Ian is working nonstop. He's been absolutely amazing behind the scenes, as has George and everyone at the club. So it's down to us, really, to finish in that promotional place. Otherwise, it's all for nothing. Indeed, that sounds very exciting behind the scenes at Fleetland. Uh, Rich, thank you much for your time. Appreciate that as ever. And, of course, we'll speak to you again on the show soon. No worries. Cheers for that. Thank you. So, and that's uh, Rich Bessie, the Fleetlands manager, speaking to me uh, earlier on this evening about all matters uh, regarding them, the promotion uh, race, which is very much on in the, in the Hampshire League because it's done a little bit differently because the circumstances in the Hampshire Prem to the, excuse me, a bit of fucking me throat, uh, Wessex League Division 1 is a little bit different. Um, so, excuse, excuse me, a bit of a fog in my throat there. <laughs> that's one for the outtake wheel. Um, but, um, but, yeah, from the Hampshire League to the Wessex League, one very different So uh, on that. And, of course, the big issue, which is uh, revolving, uh, of course, the local football and local weather. Uh, not long left on the show, so if you do want to get your tweets into Ad Express FM, please do get them in quickly uh, if you want to get them out on air. But we're going to go across uh, the grounds to the other games which have uh, gone ahead this weekend. Wessex League Premier is uh, where... We start this week. Uh, one game, of course, which took place when we were on air uh, before we went on air last. It was Hamworthy 4, Ferrantown nil. Elsewhere at the weekend, it was more or less a washout across the league. Storm doing its best. And then last night, Ferrantown were due to play Baffins. It looked good for a while uh, to go ahead, but unfortunately called off right at the very last knockings there. So that game postponed. Uh, Porchester haven't played either, uh, nor have Horndean. They were due to play tonight. Their Portsmouth Senior Cup quarterfinal against United Services Portsmouth. Now that one has also fallen foul of the weather. Uh, so if you were planning to go to the Victory Stadium for that one, don't because that one has been called off. But what it does do, it gives us a little bit of time to take stock of the table, uh, which is as followed. Uh, AFC Stone have played last night. They lost 2-0 to Bashley. So that's opened the door a little bit for Allsford and Porchester. Uh, the gap, Stoneham, 28 games, 60 points on the board. Allsford Town, 27 games played, 59 points on the board. But interesting now where AFC Porchester prop up, 25 games played, 52 points. They can mathematically, uh, just to mathematically check, with three games in hand, they can uh, go top, or they can go top of the league above Stoneham uh, if they win those games in hand. So that uh, potentially the situation there at the top of the West. It's Horndean. They find themselves in sixth. They've picked up 49 points on 26 games. Then you need to go down to ninth to find Fair and Town. A solid season for them in mid-table. They've picked up 42 points from 23 games. So again, they're 
few games behind some of the others, so got a chance to catch up as well and go even further up the league. And then down to 12th for Baffins Milton Rovers. Again, they're another team played a bit of catch-up in the league this season. They've only played 22 games. That's the least of any side in the division this season. And from them, they've picked up a respectable 34 points. If they can kind of keep that sort of form when they are uh, playing, then uh, you sense they'll be around that top six to top eight kind of bracket um, this season. So let's have a look at what we hope is coming up this weekend because we kind of have to, at the moment, put a bit of a disclaimer up regarding the uh, inclement conditions. Uh, Baffins, Milton Rovers are away to Brockenhurst in the Sidelands Wessex League Cup. Uh, elsewhere, Ferrantown take on Lymington. Fleet Town take on AFC Porchester. And Horndean hosts Ainsbury Town. As for the midweek, AFC Porchester away to Bashley. Uh, that one kicks off uh, at 7.45. Porchester hoping to get that one uh, played away. Bashley who beat the league leader Stoneham last night. So uh, far from easy proposition in the league. Fair and Town, they take on Tadley Kaliva. Then on Wednesday night, again, weather permitting, uh, this time next week, it's Baffins Milton Rovers against Altered Town. Two star matches will be previewing on next week's show, by the way. That and having against Slough, a superb Wednesday night football uh, fix, which will be previewing here on next week's Over the White Line programme. Let's have a quick check then in the first division of the Wessex League. Uh, United Services, still top 25 games played, 55 points on the board. And Hyphen Dibden, 23 games played, 51 points. So it's looking very, very uh, healthy there for United Services. We've said for a few years now, could this year be their year? It could well be their year. Uh, Petersville Town, 10th, they picked up 33 points on 22. No point going wrong with fixture of the weekend because, again, uh, whatever conditions Storm Dennis kind of killed any hopes of football breaking out in the Wessex, unfortunately. Uh, this is what we hope go ahead at the weekend. United Services ports of their way uh, to Ringwood Town. Uh, as for Petersfield Town, they are away to New Milton Town. Um, and then in the week, we see Petersfield Town host Romsey Town and Love Lane in the Wessex League First Division. So that is how things look there. Uh, very quickly. We'll have a quick check on what's happening in the Hampshire League before we go off. Infinity top the way. Portsgrove, Fleetlands, Bushill uh, to occupy the top four. Hailing are just outside uh, that top four. Uh, no games we of note at the weekend. Same as per. But the weekend, big game. Bushill against Portsgrove on Saturday. Of course, I hope that one goes ahead. Fleetlands take on uh, Clamfield. Uh, Lippook United against Infinity, Loxheath against Overton United, Lindhurst against Hailing United, Sway against Liss Athletic, Winchester City against Chamberlain Athletic. Very quickly in Division 1, uh, the, the fixtures, well, there's a couple of fixtures in there. ASC Petersfield 0, Moneyfields Reserves 10, and Denmead 1, Headley United 0. Very quickly, this weekend, uh, the games are taking place. ASC Petersfield v Mitchell Merchant Tinsbury, Andover New Street Swiss against QK Southampton, Kings Clare against Broughton, Moneyfields Reserves against Headley United, Netley Central Sports Denmead, Taddy Kaliva Reserves up against South Watson Swifts, and Breathe, because that is it for a very busy over the white line tonight. 
Thanks to all of those who have got in touch with us, whether by text, by email, by tweet. I really appreciate that. That's part of this show's remit, to open up discussion. It's about opinions, it's about debate, and uh, hopefully we've managed to do a good one on that tonight. Uh, plenty coming up on Express FM. Friday, Jake Smith has a football hour, and I'm pretty sure the topic of Wembley will be coming up in the discussion there. So he'll be looking ahead to that one with his star guest. We'll probably live return Saturday, 2 o'clock, ahead of the 3 o'clock kickoff. Liam Howes will lead the team. Jake will be alongside him. Uh, so 2 o'clock build up, 3 o'clock kickoff, and then Pompey Live extra time from 5 o'clock with all the post match views. I'm back here then, this time next week, next Wednesday night, 6 till 7. As ever, we'll be previewing Haven and Waterlooville up against Loud Town and Baffins Milton Rowers against Orson Town. Two star games in the in the non-league programme. But that is it from me. Thank you very much for listening in. It's been my pleasure to bring it to you. And until next time, thanks for listening. Bye-bye for now. <laughs>